When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. November 18th, 2020. A tasty soup. Women helping women. Mickey Mouse. Eating fish on Friday. And the creepiest kangaroo ever. This is awesome today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it and have an awesome today. Would you? Hello. Good day. How are you? I am good. I made a point not to say good day, ma'am, after yesterday. You got all butthurt about it, so that didn't happen. I don't know that I went all the way to butthurt. I just well, don't it like was... It just reminds me it of was, my age. It was butt disturbed. Oh my gosh. All right, moving right along. <laughs> what? What? Are you producing me? I will not be produced, ma'am. 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 <laughs> I will not be produced. Well, it is November 18th, a Wednesday. A beautiful day that Wednesdays are. The day of hump, ing, I don't know. Why'd you go there? Um, it is, more importantly, Happy National Vichyssois Day. Look at you with your en français. Well, let's all appreciate for a moment that historically French is an extension of German. That's right. If you look at how the warring tribes of Germany and all of that progressed, and so it's a natural linguistic following for me to be able to move from guttural Germanic utterances into... En français. Yeah, you think you're hot shit over here, don't you? Um, at least lukewarm. At least <laughs> lukewarm. Now, for those unfamiliar mm -hmm. with Vichyssois, it is a thick French-style soup made from potatoes, cream, chicken stock, leeks, and onions. So you, you boil-slash-simmer everything to soften, ultimately then puree what's there. The name is French, of course, as we've said Though, there's a little, like most things, like most things, which I love. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's a bit of turmoil about the real story. How did it yeah. come about? Who gets the credit? 
Well, one story, at least, is that it was invented in America. Right. In 1917 by a French chef. So it's a bit of a nod in both directions. Sure. Uh, who happened to be working at the Ritz-Carlton, New York. Fancy. Something, details, stuff and things that I'm not recalling directly off the top of my head. Part of the name came from wherever his hometown was ah, in France. okay. Um, and that it is traditionally served chilled. And for him, in his memory, um, as a child, they made it not with cream, but with milk. Mm. And, but it would be... Wait, what did I say? No, they made it with milk, not cream. Oh, that's what you said. Is that what I said? Yeah. Okay, then I convinced myself I didn't. Sometimes I argue with I me. I mean, you flipped it, but the I, name was the same. I often fight with me as well, and yeah. I always win. So that's a positive. That's important. Um, and the, the chilling of the soup would have come from adding the cold milk. Yes. Now then the fancy Ritz-Carlton version certainly was cream. Mm -hmm. That would be how it became chilled. But... It is quite all right to eat it hot. I think I would want to eat it hot. I prefer it hot. I don't like a cold soup. I prefer it hot. No, cold soup is... Cold soup is, I got up at midnight and I'm hungry and I'm too well, lazy to turn on the microwave or I'm afraid to wake up the food overlords that would scold me for eating after the appointed hours. Sure, 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 sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. That stuff. Now, the second story, which I prefer because it's far more entertaining to me or at least interesting, is that it was first made, this soup, for King Louis XV of France. Right, right. At the time, King Louis was terribly afraid of being poisoned, and so he had many servants, tasters, if you will, that stood between whatever course of food and him, and that by the time the soup arrived in front of him, it had become cold but that he so enjoyed it that it became the standard to serve it cold. I like that story a lot better. It's far more entertaining. It is, definitely. Yeah. Well, well there you go, King Louis the Fifteenth. doesn't You can't just have one taster. you got to have many. More, yeah, because it might, it might be a slow-acting poison. Ooh, I never thought about that. Yeah. Okay. Not like, or rather unlike, Iocane powder, which huh. is literally, ha, 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 and then you're dead. Immediately. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was very Russian of you. Well, you know me. I feel like you're a Russian vampire, Scott. I'm a KGB spy. That fits. That fits. That explains a lot. It does, doesn't it? I've heard you uttering strange things to Alexa, who we all know reports <laughs> to the FBI. So, it fits. Okay. Well, here's something interesting. Mm -hmm. 1307. 1307. That was many a year yes, ago. It was a few back. William Tell reportedly and reputedly shoots an apple off of his son's head. With a bow and arrow. Right. Now listen, I am not the world's greatest dad. No matter what the mug that I received at Father's Day says, yeah. I'm not the number one dad. Okay. But I have never once insisted that one of my children hold an apple or anything else on their head, in their hand, anywhere near them, and then shot a killing projectile towards them of any kind. Um, that's true. You have not. And I think you should point out to your children how very lucky they are. I will. I will. I will force them to admire me later. Okay, good. That's good parenting. Uh, was William Tell trying to understand something about gravity? 
Why do I feel like this is connected to gravity? Because an apple fell on Isaac Newton's head and that was gravity. <gasps> it's the apple connection. The apple connection. Well, why was William Tell shooting an apple off of his son's head? Because basically he's a jackass. All right. There's I like, can't remember. There's a whole story and we've all heard it. There's rhymes and songs and things. Well, there's a whole um, overture. The William Tell yeah. overture. Yeah. But... Um, Maybe... Hmm, maybe the overture, which was supposed to be a piece of music. And ever, anybody who's ever been in the art world knows that things sell better when you attach a story to the otherwise non-linguistic communication. Okay. That they'd attached the story and that as the song went, there just so happened to be no severe sequences of notes so they couldn't kill the kid. And so it ended up just being this very weird parental interaction of shooting a thing off your kid's head. I don't know. Oh, I don't either. That that did happen in thirteen. It did happen. Well, that that's the that's supposedly reputedly happened. Allegedly, allegedly happened. It's allegedly when you don't want to admit that it happened. I think it's reputedly when you'd like to claim it, but not everybody's ready to climb on board. Look at you with your linguistic knowing. I do my best for you because I love you, my dear. Thank you. Well, in eighteen o five, thirty women meet together at the home of Mrs. Silas Lee. In Wakasset, Maine. Can I pause for a moment? Please do. Now, I'm going to save this till the end because it'll make more sense later. I'm sorry. So please start again for the benefit of all those who I've disrupted their train of thought. Start the whole thing? Yes. All right. Well, in 1805, 30 women meet at the home of Mrs. Silas Lee in Wakasset, Maine. They organize the first women's club in America, and they call it the Female Charitable society. You bet they do. The women, who were said to be of modest wealth, together pledged $76, which is about $1,200 in today's monies. May I just interject a thought here? Please, yes. Anytime within written history, written word, somebody says, oh, they were of modest wealth. Uh-huh. I don't know what that means. It's downplaying the fact that they were all quite wealthy. They were wealthy. Then why didn't they just say we're said to be quite wealthy? That would be pretentious. Okay. So they say when they are quite wealthy, they say of modest wealth. What if they're like super wealthy? If Well, same thing. You always have to downplay the high side just like you have to upplay the low side. Okay. To say, well, she was from a challenged background or he or whoever. Right, right. Okay. Well, together they got that $76 together for the purpose of helping other women in their little community there in Wakasset, Maine. Their first deed was loaning a dress to a woman a woman who had nothing to wear to church. Awesome. Very kind of them. So without publicity or fanfare, they have invested a, they did continue investing a portion of their money. They soon had a base of funds from which they provided support to widows and Female orphans. Yes. The male orphans were... They can screw off. As we off. say now, SOL. SOL, which is different than AOL, though the outcome ultimately is the same. Yes. So at uh, roughly 215 years old now, it's still around. It's still okay. around. It's still around. It's still around. They save themselves. We're not a secret group, but we're low-key. I would agree, because we don't... I'd only heard of them today when I ran across this and looked. Now... So it's hard to decipher. There's no central repository of information about really? the female charitable society. I'm surprised by that. You have this initial nod towards 
Wiscasset, Maine. I yes. hope we're pronouncing that right. Wiscasset, Maine, rather. I hope uh, we're pronouncing that right. It is Wiscasset. Now I feel like an idiot. Did you, I, I did you say Wiscasset? I called it Wiscasset the whole time. Okay, well, there, maybe it's a silent S. <sighs> In any event, that's, that's the first recorded thing, but then at least on the interwebs today, the most celebrated one mm -hmm. is a, a, a group out of New York who'd responded in a time of... I feel like it was a volcanic eruption in India or something, like a whole different thing. Okay. And so I'm, it feels like, you know, again, what, what organizational, international, or rather even just intranational organizational skills were available in the 1800s plus until technology right. arrived until yeah. Al Gore's internet helped to Al join Gore's things internet. up. Yes. So yeah, it feels like this group maybe was in, in New York was familiar with what had happened in Maine, but they kind of started their own gig. And, and for whatever reason, this is again, through internet searches, at least what's most readily pointed to is the New York group. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting, but they're still a thing and they're still in this quote, we're not a secret group, but we are low key. This is a historian saying this that's affiliated with, I think, loosely the New York group. It's all quite nebulous. In any event, what originally I wanted to interject mm -hmm. is I find it, I, I find oddities, inconsistencies uh, tickling yeah. in their own way, not so much to crack a smile and defy my own stoic <laughs> indifference. presence, indifference in the moment, but that this is a group that only helps women and there's, there's other information, especially early in, that's very condemning of men. Okay. But then where did they meet? Mrs. Silas Lee's home. And so even in the titling of this, they're all the way back to whatever acceptance and embracement of, right. if you want to call it patriarchy or whatever else. It's, it's humorous to me, not to the point of pooping on anyone. I, I greatly respect any group who would go work together, identify something, and, and serve people in need. Though I will mildly poke a jab at them and say, why the hell did they just loan a dress to the woman that needed I a mean, dress for church seriously. instead of giving it to her? Come on. Can't you just give it to her? Come on. You Do women you are, of, are of uh, modest, wealth. modest wealth. Yes. Come on, just give them the dress. Yeah. Do you really want the dress back? Oh. It's the era of less frequent showering. Do you want the dress back? No, no. I don't. If I were to wear a dress, and I won't say that I don't, but I won't say that I do, somebody else sweats in it, I'm, I'm not eager to rewear that. That's just me. I have a thing about that. Noted. I will remember that. Okay. Next time, I don't want your used dress, okay, Meg. So I'll find see. my own dress you'll for see. whatever it is that I do. Mm -hmm. Well, moving on. 1928. And... Very interestingly, I was going to say ironically, but it's not ironic. That's a bad use of the term. Uh, we were just talking about this with our kids the other day and all of us taking turns trying to remember and whistle the theme song to this. Mickey Mouse has his first appearance ever in the cartoon Steamboat Willie. Indeed. Which also just so happened to be the first successful sound-synchronized animated cartoon film produced by Walt Disney, the FBI informant. Mm. And he was. He was the original Siri and Alexa. <laughs> yep, you packed a lot in there. There was a lot to get through there. Yeah. Jumping ahead a few decades to 1963, Bell Telephone, 
Mama Bell, as we would view her now, AT&T, all the pieces and things through antitrust, she introduces the touchtone telephone. 18, or I'm sorry, 1963. Okay. Touchtone telephone, but just to her customers in Pennsylvania. Now listen, I feel like when we went through the notes, you said 1863, I, and I have, was I like, what are you talking about? How? And I'm, I'll embrace the fact that for a man who works with prolific numbers every day, yeah. that I regularly do not translate my mind to my mouth in accurate form. Right. Um, now, 1963 feels a little bit more embraceable to me. To a degree. But, but even still, I can remember, let's say in the era of 1983, two yeah. decades later in our home, having a rotary dial. Rotary I remember phones. specifically the first phone number that I ever memorized, my first best friend when I was four or five years old. I can remember doing the mm -hmm. dial around mm -hmm. to dial her number. And getting anywhere from... Four to six letters, or letters? No, we don't dial the letters, but four to six numbers rather in and putting your finger in the wrong slot and trying to correct knowing you failed. <laughs> it's it's over. Damn! Because each one took forever to... It took forever. Yeah, it did. So I can remember it had to have been hmm, probably 1979 that we had a rotary phone. I can remember specifically the one that was in my parents' bedroom and probably only remember it that vividly because anytime there was a call to a set of parents, my mom's parents or my dad's parents, that one of my folks would be on the phone in the kitchen, the other one would be up oh in the bedroom gosh, on the other yes. phone so that everybody could this. be on the call together. Yes, And I remember that rotary phone, but then in 80, we moved... And I remember, for whatever reason, I don't know why it sticks out so vividly, but it does. I can remember, you know, packing all those phones and getting them moved and re reinstalling. We had a rotary phone forever. I feel like we almost barely made the leap from rotary to digital before we were going to cordless. Yeah, that's right. There's so much about phone culture that our children will never, never understand. Know. They will never know. They'll never be able to truly hang up on someone or Ugh, slam the receiver gosh, down in so anger. satisfying. Yeah. Um, or I in fear. A, I want an old phone just to randomly reach over and hang up aggressively. It, it makes that satisfying, like, like Rattling. ring yeah. sound. Yeah. Yes. Um, I had forgotten about, but oh my goodness, do I have vivid memories of calling the grandparents. We used to call my mother's parents every Saturday morning. Yeah. So we'd have to get on the phone. At least one parent, sometimes both parents. Everybody's on a phone. We're all talking to the grandparents. Mm -hmm. I completely forgot about that. Our kids will also miss out on the delight, as, as contentious as it is, of hearing something and knowing somebody else in my family has just picked up one of the other lines. Oh, yes. They're listening. Mother. Are you listening? Or, or Emily, they said, usually they said Meg, you have a call, but then you never heard them hang mm -hmm. up. And then you hear some breathing. They're listening in. Our kids won't know that. I know. I can hear you breathing. Yes. Get off the phone, Mom. Yes. It's always the mom. Dads don't do that crap. Dads do not care what is happening. 
My the dads have that. already assumed the worst. There's no benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Moms are listening in to see. Yeah. But my sister and I would definitely listen in on each other's phone Oh, calls yeah. For sure, yeah. dudes. Okay. That was a whole trip down telephone memory lane today on Awesome Today. <laughs> okay. Well, in 1966, the U.S. Roman Catholic bishops did away with the rule against eating meat on Fridays. Wait. Fish Fridays. Yeah. But so you're saying that the notes say <laughs> that in 1966, they said there is no longer a rule against eating right. meat. This is like a double right. negative in my mind. So, but I'm now sorry. you can eat meat on Friday. Yes. Yes. Traditionally and globally, it had been no meat, which meat would be considered chicken, beef, pork. Fish is not technically meat by their definition. Mm. So you could eat fish and historically Catholics had Fish Friday. Fish Friday. Now, this is in the era of the Second Vatican Council, correct? Yes. The church bringing together all of the bishops around the world to kind of check in with ourselves about It, it was it was permission granted era. permission granted from the Vatican to say geographically each each country, each uh, uh, group. I was going to say College of Bishops, but that's not right. It's a College of Cardinals, but that's in yeah, that's a different thing. But that each regional group of bishops for a country could gather and make their own decision. Okay. Do you know why? Um, no. Well, why did why was the original rule no meat? What was the purpose? What was the focus? Because on Fridays. The church invites you to be in a penitential mindset, to mm -hmm. not only be in that mindset, but to perform an act of penance. Yeah. And for centuries, centuries from the formation of the church onward, to deprive yourself of meat was a significant sacrifice yeah. and an act of penance for your own sins and the sins of the world. What? Yes. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Now, to all of... Catholics listening that are literally getting, they're poised, holding their phones, getting ready to scream into them. <laughs> I'm not declaring this as absolute. This is my understanding <laughs> is that with the advance of culinary skills and normal diets, yes. that we'd reached a point where just simply eating fish was actually becoming quite a pleasant thing to do. Sure, yes, of course. And so the decision by the U.S., because still there's places in the world where yeah. it is a fish Friday, a meatless Friday, yeah. that the U.S. Catholic bishops said, look, this isn't that penitential. We're, we're kind of moving past the, mm -hmm. the experience and the purpose for all this. So let's, let's move away from just rote performance of a thing yeah. in conjunction with Letting up on this rule, they said, but we we would like all of you individually to find something penitential to do. And so in our own Catholic lives, we have done, because it was penitential for a while, we have done a, a meatless Friday or a fish Friday, but we also got so adept at cooking the most delightful of salmon cakes and other things that we we're like, you know... This is more like a feast than it is penitential. We're kind of defeating the heart of what's asked here. So, so now we eat bologna sandwiches. Now we slap each other with bologna. No, we don't. In a real something style. But 
I will say that many Catholics do still choose to practice mm-hmm. Fish Friday. Mm-hmm. And yes, the, um, uh, what's the word? The penitential act. Yeah. It's still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. That part didn't go away. Right. But it just is, it used to be collectively practiced as abstaining from meat on Fridays in the U S it's now yeah. your sort of like dealer's choice, dealer's choice, but be intentional. The hope is be intentional. Yeah. Um, and it could be something as non-severe as, Hey, pray a rosary specifically for the Pope or yeah. something, just anything that you might not ordinarily do. That's the whole yes. thing is do something out of the ordinary to shock your physical self into a forced. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Recognition of spiritual importance. And I don't think I said this, but the reason Friday is because Friday is the day of the week on which Christ was crucified. That's yeah, the connection yeah. with penance and sin and, right. and abstaining and those types of things. I'm with you. Whether anyone else oh, is or not, I'm with you. I hope you're with I'm me. I'm sure we messed that up on some level. Probably, but. probably, but it was with a good heart. It was. That's what counts. Speaking of good hearts, no, just kidding. This part is not good heart. This is not good heart. It's not even awesome. It's not. I don't even know why you put this in the notes. It's disturbing. Every once in a while, you got to throw in a little something for some contrast. Well, this is big contrast because in 1978, on this day, over... 900 members of the church people's temple drank a soft drink brewed in a tub with cyanide and sedatives. This was the cult led by Jim Jones. Contrary to popular understanding, it was not the brand Kool-Aid that they drank. Right. It was a brand called Flavor-Aid. Not Kool-Aid. That explains it all. At the time of the mass suicide, Jim Jones was under investigation by American authorities for, amongst other things, tax fraud. Tax fraud. Damn it. They'll Jim, get you every time on that you tax you and fraud. the mobsters, they're going to get you. You cannot. It's like the go-to. You cannot fool around yeah. with taxes if you are doing anything criminal right. because they will get you on the right. tax if fraud. If you're going to dance on the fringes, pay your taxes. Pay your damn taxes. Now, some might say he could not fe- defeat death, but arguably he did conquer taxes because you can't pay him when you're dead not really i mean there's death tax all that but i would assume at that point he didn't so much have an estate yeah to be settled it was just like see ya um yes i mean if you think about i don't want to spend too much time on this because it is decidedly unawesome but if you think about 900 people 
died. I think 918, but I could be misquoting the exact number. So over 900 people mm -hmm. died. I mean, it that really explains the indelible mark that this moment had on our popular understanding of cults and yeah. of yeah. the phraseology of drinking the Kool-Aid. Like, it's a whole thing. So. That's, that's almost a third the size of the town I grew up in. Yeah. It'd be astounding to wake up one morning to a third of your population gone. Yeah, it's very sad. Well, 1987, getting back into the awesome... 1987, baseball player Andre Dawson. And I know what you're saying. You're saying, but Kyle, you hate baseball. I do. But Kyle, you do hate baseball. I do hate baseball. Not so much that I don't wish it was allowed to be played, just that I don't care to watch you're personal. it. personal. You have a personal resistance yeah. to it, but yeah. you don't care that it exists right. in the world. It's fine. And I know a lot of people love it, and I don't begrudge them for doing so. Sure. Sure, so sure. baseball player Andre Dawson, he is the first player ever from a last place team to win MVP, Most Valuable Player. And I, I grabbed this because I think it is a beautiful example of living bigger than the circumstances that you are surrounded by. He did not let the negativity of being the legitimate last place team drag him down. He played his game and was found and celebrated for being most valuable player. Hell yes. You go, Andre Dawson. Indeed. 2011, also not awesome. The Pentagon. Anything involving our government, I don't feel like we found one that's truly awesome with them. Okay, I have a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of condemnation for that crew. Um, but the Pentagon has tested a long-range missile that is available to travel at five times the speed of sound. It was the result of a project whose goal was to develop a missile that could hit anywhere in the world in less than an hour. That sounds like a movie plot. It, it I'm, undoubtedly is. Yeah. Um, I find it fascinating that we can do that. We can do that, which is unfathomable. For Defines anybody physics. with a mathematical mind, it's like, yeah. what? Yeah. With a UT, W-H-U-T, what? Yeah. But... We have power go out in downtown Oklahoma City, and we don't get ours back for almost two full weeks. That, I mean... It seems like a disconnect. There is a disconnect there. I demand a recount. Okay, recount it. All right, 2011. Also, also 2011. Also 2011. A little bit more awesome than the mm -hmm. long-range missile. Mojang releases Minecraft. They've changed our families. Yeah. Tree? I don't know. Well, Something maybe change the course of history for our family changed... So much for so many, not, I was going to say children, but no, 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 no. Adults, I've played. Children, teenagers, adults, Kyle has I've played, played it our rapidly. children. Uh, all the way down to our I twins. built something and killed a zombie. You you went through a whole Minecraft phase. I did. I did. Do you remember this? Well, and my Minecraft phase was not on vanilla oh, Minecraft. Oh, no, 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 that would be It was on modded basic. Minecraft. It's a unique game where... Enough of the source code is made available that members of the playing community will go in and create modifications mm -hmm. that can be loaded in code format along with the game so that different things are doable, achievable. And what I deeply still, I haven't played it in a long time, but what I still enjoy about that modded format, um, it, it's more of an accelerated version of vanilla where you are given the opportunity through your own intellect to exploit the economy of the game. Right. Not breaking rules, not cheating, any of that, but really taking advantage of every nook and cranny of loophole that you can find. And I like that. You liked it, you loved it, you played it, then you were kind of over it. 
Yeah. But well, sometimes you to still be honest, with the, kids over it. the reason I got over it is because I had a separate gaming computer that I ended oh. up giving to the kids because theirs went defunct and I've not yes. had one to play it on, or I probably still would. It's true. Can I tell you something? You may. One of your dogs is sitting behind you staring daggers at you. That's okay. It's good for her. <laughs> She's the starer. We're, we're nearing the end so she can survive. Yes. Oh, I didn't want you to do anything about it. I just okay. wanted you to know yeah, that yeah. if you felt like someone was staring was at you. Was it Stella? You, it was Stella, of Stella course. Stella has the most piercing stare yes. of any dog that ever dogged. Yes. Well, 2015. And this, I guess I've ended all of mine here on a not-so-awesome Yeah, why note. did you do this to yourself? It was just interesting. Okay. And sometimes awesome is just what's interesting, sure, whether sure. we like it or not. Okay. But in 2015, the BBC2 premiered Kangaroo Dundee, which is a wildlife TV series that features two different kangaroos, I think, or at least two different characters. But the one that, that bothers me is Roger the Ripped Kangaroo. Mm -hmm. You need to go look this up. You need to Google it, look at images. It is one of the more disturbing images that I have at least seen recently. It is a kangaroo that is jacked. He's muscled up yeah. and ripped and it's really creepy. And I'll probably have bad dreams tonight and maybe wet the bed. It is. It's wet the bed worthy. Kyle made me look at yep. it. I don't like it. It's. I don't think I'm as deeply disturbed as Kyle is. Like, I just looked at it and I was like, I don't like that. It's wrong on all accounts. It's wrong. It makes me understand for no other reason than this why America had to break away from the crown. Oh, because it's BBC Two production. Yes. I, it took me a... Hot second to figure out what the connection was there. <laughs> All right, trending. This is something I noticed today, and it's trending this week. Amazon has now launched Amazon Pharmacy for your prescription medicine delivery because Amazon wants to move into your house and take yes. over your life. They're going to, and they've, in fairness, this isn't a surprise. You can, if you've watched any of their, their acquisitions, yeah. In the in recent years, we've seen them moving towards this. The writing was on the wall. I'm just so salty with them still for slashing their affiliate rates that I yeah, just yeah. I'm, I'm pissed. And yet we we get Amazon deliveries every week. So who am I to talk? Right. You just angrily. I angrily order. Them. I like slam down the order yes. button now. Yes. So unless you reside in Hawaii, Illinois, Kentucky, Louisiana, or Minnesota. This will be available to you as early as next week. Those, this week. This week. I'm sorry. This week. Those states, Hawaii, Illinois, Kentucky, Louisiana, or Minnesota, they all said, no, we will rage against the Amazon machine. Not really. Not really. Well, they can't have it. There's a, there's a thing here. And I only know this because of former show research that I've done. Okay. Um, and I can't remember. I cannot remember how long ago it was. It was probably before... The show started dropping on iTunes, yeah. and through that, it was in the preliminary phases. But in, in the original research had to do with uh, the eyeglasses, getting getting an eye exam, getting a prescription, all of that with inside of a Walmart. Okay, yeah, there's, and so there are a handful of states who. Let's all be honest here. It's through money, sure that. Yeah. Congressional members receive to support yeah. or deny a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what's going on here. Okay. Those uh, now Hawaii may be unique. In yeah, that simply yeah, yeah, yeah. Just any Amazon shipping to yeah. Hawaii is problematic. Sure, but for the others, I promise you, it's tied into somebody who has established long ago through 
uh, a worthy means, they began to establish the beginnings of a monopoly. Yeah. That they grew to the point where they can't compete. So now rather than compete, they try to trip anybody that runs past them. Yeah. And that's what's going on here. And it's it's garbage, but it is what it is. And eventually Amazon will rule them as well. Just wait for it. Wait for it. Your Amazon overlords are coming. Yes. Now, you should know that the Amazon pharmacy is not yet selling Schedule 2 medications, for example, like opioids. Yes, OxyContin, things like that. Mm. They're sticking more to, or at least their interest, which makes sense to me, especially from an Amazon business model. They are interested in your long-term use things like metformin, like insulin, things like that. That's where they're really looking to nestle in. They'll offer the other things as well, mm -hmm. but that's that's the real money well, spot. Yeah, they want you to subscribe and save everything. So why yes. not your diabetes medication? Yes. Now, as a beautiful aside, there are not a lot of words like opioids, which make use of the vowel sequence I-O-I. There is, of course, bioidentical and radioisotope, which may be more familiar than the others. Anything further gets very sciencey, very not a word you'd run across. And I only bring this up because I have no doubt that amongst the awesomes, there are some rabidly competitive Scrabble players. And so tuck that little nugget away. Yes. Opioid, IOI, Bioidentical, radioisotope, these are high-scoring words. Just just tuck that away in the old repertoire. And thank Kyle later when you win that Indeed. Scrabble match. Indeed. You can buy me a Jeep with your winnings. You could. And the fact that that stood out to you is one of the many reasons I love you. And thank you. Thank you. I recognized it because Spellcheck kept kicking me in the crotch every time I tried to spell opioids, and it took several attempts to get there. And I was like, huh, IOI, that's not something you see every day. Indeed, it's not. If only I played Scrabble competitively. Uh, or at all. Or at all. Well. What to... Wait, we're transitioning. We're shifting gears into world. Watch, read, listen, life, style. Here we are. What do we do? I mean, if you can stomach it, there is a documentary called Jonestown, The Life and Death of People's Temple uh, that is about the Jim Jones story it is i listened to the true crime obsessed recap of it okay now that was enjoyable so that's like, a listen that could be a listen as well that's like episode 69 it's been a while they do a good job of covering it they indicate it is a tough watch because yeah. not only these people that were cult members but they like had children and stuff and yeah well and in just period the the sheer reason that a cult can exist is because people are desperately searching exactly. for something positive. Exactly. So anyway, if you want more of the Jim Jones story, there's that documentary. If you yeah. want more of the Jim Jones story, but you don't want to actually watch it, I recommend the True Crime Obsessed episode about it. It was well done. You could also, something way lighter and a Much lot more lighter. fun, yes. go watch Steamboat Willie. It's, yeah. a, it's a fun find. If you have young kids, they'll love it. Yeah. If you don't, you may enjoy it. Who knows? I have another uh, listen when we get there, but I don't think we have any reads. We have no reads. We're, we're continuing to read the same things that we have been that we've already talked about, so nothing new to add. Yeah. Now, if you wanted to listen to something, you could go check out the William Tell Overture, which is the Overture to the uh, Opera William Tell, mm -hmm. by composed by Giacchino Rossini. Or Giacchino. Giacano. Giacano, no, I don't know. I, I, don't can't, know. I can't say things in a um, accent. I can't read. You keep turning the phone. So Look, Giacchino? Giacchino, probably, yeah. Rossini. Yeah. 
It's a Rossini opera. It is the last of his 39 operas after That's which- a lot of operas. I know. I mean, after that, he went into semi-retirement. He continued to compose cantatas, sacred music, and secular vocal music. But of course, the William Tell Overture is also the theme music for The Lone Ranger. Oh, yeah. So you could go- I've already told my Lone Ranger joke, so I will not yeah. do that again. But the doctor said you will die. Yes. So anyway, there's a listen for you. Go okay. culturate yourself. With we some have so much for lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So yesterday, as you recall, was, amongst other things, National Baklava Day. Yes. And we, in honor of that, made a trip. We got on the Goog. We checked it out. We made a trip to... Just a few miles down the road from us, our local Mediterranean deli. Mm -hmm. What did we get? Well, chiefly, we got baklava. Absolutely. Made fresh there on the premises. Made fresh. It is so oh, good. I could just almost cry thinking about how good it was. Yes. But while we were there, and you've been there before, to check out their coffee situation. So mm -hmm. we picked up a Bosnian coffee. That is amazing. If you've never, you need to go find a way, even if it's digitally, get to a Mediterranean source and begin to experience their coffee. You need either a Turkish coffee pot or a mocha pot. Mocha pot's the easy way. It's the cleaner brew. Yes. I would recommend that. Mm -hmm. But their coffee is unique to any other yes. that I've had. What do you notice most with it, both on the nose and the palate? Mud. It's Mud. muddy. Dirt, earthy, earthy, earthy. Like you feel like oh, it's better than it's better than smelling outside after a rainstorm. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, incredible. Yeah. So great. So we brewed the Bosnian one last night, and then you and I had a cup earlier of the Greek coffee the that we Greek, picked up yes. while we were there. Both delightful. Mm -hmm. Both just if you compare it to the regular coffees that we grew up sort of drinking, it told make you sad. What is the major commercial Turkish brand. Is it Mohammed Effendi or something like that? I, mean, I don't know. That was, I think, the first one that we ever tried back when we were using an actual Turkish coffee pot. Yeah. Which is delicious, but it does make a very muddy cup of coffee. And it's kind of a, just a mess in terms of cleaning. Yeah, and yeah. And all the stuff. Yeah. But that. Those, those were fantastic. What else did we walk away with? We got some Lebanese um, nougat candies mm -hmm. that also they have pistachios in them we got some little cookie wafers uh, yes wafer cookies yes. and then we also got some turkish delight turkish delight which we have not had in a long time in which you yourself can make it's inspired scratch. me i am going to make some this winter season okay and it was delicious it also had pistachio in it it's just such a treat that little deli is um you can order actual all kinds of Mediterranean food. They are only open for carryout right now, obviously, but they have just like these little, it's just a few rows of groceries. And I can only imagine that if you are from yes. the Mediterranean area, that part of the world, it would just feel like shopping at home. All of the brands that they carry. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. They have a refrigerated section. Refrigerated, kind of fresh and yeah. pickled everything. Yeah. All the things, an amazing assortment of different nuts that would be local to the Mediterranean and not here. They have a bunch of cheeses. We didn't even check out their cheese Oh, yeah. Counter. just And it's a tiny place. It's They've really crammed. Tiny. 
every piece of real estate oh, yeah. and stuff. We're going back. Okay, that was great. Um, number two on the list. Do you want this or do you want me to take it? You do it. it. We picked up a Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve Scotch and have actually been sipping on it both pre and during this show. Now, Glenlivet is a Highland distillery and the region in Scotland, the region of Scotland in which a scotch is made also identifies the predominant characteristics of it. And I feel like there's at least five regions. I'm not an absolute aficionado on this yet. It's still a journey we're taking. But the Highland Scotches, which this is, are typically bright and you get a lot of fruity notes in it. Mm -hmm. So the nose on this, which is literally you smelling it, yeah. if you're unfamiliar with the terms, which we ourselves are still learning, yeah. um, is very sweet. You have notes of pear, of red apple, and of ripe bananas in syrup. Very syrupy. So this like... is this is not a peaty oh, ashtray no. uh -uh. scotch. No, no. The the uh, palate, which is as it's you're beginning to taste it as it goes down. It's rich caramel toffee, mandarin orange, vanilla, honeydew melon, and then the finish. Your your aftertaste, your smackiness as you're you're finishing everything up is very citrusy and delicate overall, it is exceptionally smooth. So this Caribbean Reserve, unlike many scotches, is aged in not sherry casks, but in rum casks. Finished. Finished, finished. yes. Sorry, finished in rum casks. And that is a fascinating thing about scotch. Most of, or a lot of, not most of, but a lot of flavor in any, in any whiskey, in any spirit, comes from how it was aged. Uh -huh. A lot of scotch is aged in bourbon casks mm -hmm. that come from here. They're shipped from the U.S. to Scotland to finish aging. This one being very unique in the offerings that it is in a rum cask, which I would assume has come from somewhere in the Caribbean, hence the name Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve. Very, very tasty. It's good. Yeah. And then... I don't know. Do you want to take this one? Because I want to take the last one. All right. You could also make yourself a vichyssoise soup. Yes. It looks like it's incredibly easy, fast to make. You can make a whole meal out of it. Or just fancy up your evening meal. Dine as the French do on their everyday life. Have it as your first course, your yes. soup course for your three-course dinner. Yes. It's really easy. It's, it's nearly impossible to screw up. There's a million recipes out there. You can read a few and even kind of create and walk through your own version. And especially as we're now in the fall months, it's a very nice warming thing. Okay, unless you eat it cold. Unless you eat it cold, and then it's a very nice colding thing. <laughs> the last thing of lifestyle, I love this. I think I love this more than you do because I'm getting to participate in a different fashion. I think we mentioned in prior nearby episodes that We'd heard the announcement that the van, the family van, the only thing capable of transporting the entirety of our clan is gasping. It's on its last desperate movements of operation. Yep. Today, through an online vendor, we located a vehicle, a Chevrolet Suburban. Yep. That should house all of us and any additional crap that we want to cart <laughs> anywhere across the continental U.S. or further even into Canada should we so choose to go there. Maybe Mexico as well. Who knows? Who knows? There's room for it all. But we found one. 
that we really liked. Yes. It's a beautiful, it's like a, a pearly cream white yes. leather interior. It is gorgeous. We conversated on the phone with somebody from headquarters of the place to get it shipped to a local venue where we can go give it the last eyeballing to decide if we're going to get that one exactly or not. Sometime potentially in the next 14 days, we will see. This is an exciting. exciting day. It's and exciting. The journey of picking this has truly been a really forced exploration of the Meg. Yes. To say, yeah, you said that you could do with that, but what do you want? It's been very, very challenging for me to cast aside all kinds of resistance around desire yes. and what I deserve and, and all kinds of beliefs I have about myself and things I have and vehicles. Yes. It's been a journey. It has been an emotional and spiritual journey to get to this point of even having it brought here for a test drive. I'm so. taking a big risk here because putting a smoking hot redhead into a vehicle of that quality, I've got to really <laughs> trust that you're not going to take your opportunity to skedaddle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you you can rest assured. I rest hope easy. so. I Sleep hope so. tonight. I don't want to okay. be stuck with all the payments and no wife. <laughs> and all the kids. And all the kids. <laughs> Stop crying. She's gone. <laughs> she are you an NOFT. That's right. All right. Well, I think that's everything that I have. Do that you have any all. additional thoughts? I don't think I do. This was a lot. Then may all of you have an awesome today. Would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Potato soup is tasty. Pick the national influence of your preference, because seemingly every culture has some version of it. Make it. Eat it. Feel good. Thank us later. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.